What you bring into the table? But for the white folk out there, what are you bringing to the table? Hello. <laughs> um, number four, uh, we're getting some plays. Yeah. People are finding us. Uh, we're about to tell uh, your friends. We're about to go viral. Viral. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> let's get this baby off. Um, got some stories. Uh, let's see the rundown. Yeah. What do we do here? What's this podcast about? Uh, news, current events, stories. Yeah. Things that get on our... Things that grab our attention. Or nerves. Or something nerves. that we got to talk about. Those stories and you read the headline, you go, what is this all about? Yeah. Um, explicit language from Tori, always. Yeah. Although you did drop Although a... I did a... You did I an did, A-bomb last but, week. You yes, said ass, ass. Ass. And that's because it was about... A bad influence on you. Well, <laughs> and it was about, you know, that editor guy trying to encourage people to the lynching. And I'm, I said, why doesn't oh, he get off right. his yes, rear ass. end yes. to go do the dirty work? I think, why is he I think ass is okay because they say it on TV. Yes. They we, say all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Well, they never said that when I was growing up. No. Well, times have changed. That's true. Um, so, yes, be aware <laughs> there'll be some F-bombs uh, by me mainly. You, Sylvia might say an ass here and there. I do. Uh, I think some I, of the stories may be triggering. We yeah. talk about a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, so just be aware, adult content, yeah. I think, is that what I said in yeah. the description? Yeah. Adult themes may not be suitable for all listeners. Yes. Uh, so let's get at it. You want me yeah. to start today? Sure. Oh, you're going to get kick out of this one. All right, I'm waiting. This is from our local Fox News channel. Um, not Fox, like the bad Fox. It's yeah. just our local like the real, TV. Like a real, like, yeah. They're a Fox affiliate, but yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they bring some good stories to the table. Um, They're not bringing the fake news. No, well, I I don't know that to be fact or not, um, but you know I do check out some of their news stories. They actually pulled this from CNN. So, um, married first cousins hope to change Utah laws to recognize their union. First off, I was shocked by the <laughs> fact that Utah didn't let first cousins marry. Why? Right. I mean, not to you be stereotypical. How many sister wives is but, but, um, I mean, the FDLS church is from Utah, and they've known to have many wives. But um, cousins? First cousins. I mean, isn't there a problem genetically? When well, you let me get kids? into this story, okay. shall I? Um, a Utah couple says they're in love. They're also first cousins, making it illegal for them to marry in their home state. Michael Lee tied the knot with his cousin Angie in Colorado. So, so okay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so legally in Colorado, you can you marry, can marry your, first, your cousin. first cousin. Yes. That's like that's like almost like marrying a sister. Like uh, you're once removed, yeah, you know, from it's the basically your like like right like there. Like that's like first cousin. But apparently in Colorado it's okay. Which surprised me. Like I would have thought Utah would have been okay with this. But, and Colorado might and have Colorado been, the been like no, but apparently Utah is not not okay with it. Uh, so they say that their crush started when they were in second grade. Really, like <laughs> you know, because we hang out and we're cousins. Well, they were, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I grew up 
I grew up with my cousin. Yeah. You know, we were, we played together. We, we were like siblings. Yes. We were together all the time. Um, and good old Angie said, it's, it's like second grade. I remember I stopped her mother and I stopped her and I said, I'm going to marry Angie. Oh, I, Michael said this. I'm going to marry Angie. And mom said, no, I'm sorry. You can't, you got, you but you can be friends. So good old Michael had a crush on Angie when they were in second grade. And so and they're from Utah. They're originally yeah, from so Utah. they're from Utah. And so they would, you know, get together during family vacations and family yeah, get-togethers. Family and reunions, whatever. The social norms would draw them apart. Um, life was unfair. Like, why did the person I want to be with the most and had the most attraction to, the most natural feelings for, why did you have to be my cousin, said Michael Lee. Uh, they now, re- is Michael Lee the dude? Michael Lee's the dude. Uh, there's a picture of him. <laughs> uh, she's wearing a sports bra in this picture. With sweat underneath there, the There's pet. so many problems. <laughs> Do you see that? Yes, <laughs> I have a sweat line. He's got like a button-up collar shirt and homegirls wearing what looks to be a sports bra. Sure? It might be a tank top, actually. It's like, are you sure their parents aren't cousins? <laughs> there might be some genetic issues there. Um, so they were reunited after 10 years, um, this last winter, uh, they both were recently single and, um, they decided to go for it and get married. Okay. So after 10 years, okay. So it doesn't say how old they are. I mean, I'm guessing it's not like they grew up, they were in high school, they stayed together, they were, you know, whatever. They they grew up and they probably went went on about lives and, you know, probably got together with other people and you know and then come back together now they're recently and then all single, of a sudden it's like, like oh my cousin's there rekindled our romance so you gotta wonder like that whole time was each of them thinking about each other and like oh i really want to be with you and blah 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 uh-uh. <laughs> um so they were reunited and they decided to get married um however they lived in utah and um it's not legal there um, they did also bring up the issue of genetics. Uh, they say that first cousins share 12.5% of the same DNA. First cousins who have children face a 4 to 7% chance of their child having a genetic disorder as opposed to 3 to 4% chance for average couple. So it's really not that much different. Like, you have about 3 more percent chance of having a kid with a genetic disorder if you Are marry you willing to take the risk? I don't want to marry my first cousin. <laughs> Yeah, so they decided to um, not worry about the genetic consequences um, because they're so small. And, you know, they didn't really care what people think. Um, Interesting enough, Utah, you can marry your first cousin if you're 65 years or older or 55 years or older and you can prove that you're infertile. (laughs) Right? I can't even with this shit. Like, what is going on? And I suppose, like, how do you prove you're infertile? I suppose if you're a woman, like, you have to show that you're in menopause? Like, do you have to, like, bring your doctor, doctor's note that say you're in menopause or you had your tubes tied and you can't have children? Like, how does that work? Or if you're a man, do you have to have, like, a vasectomy and then bring that doctor's note in to get the And you know what? And I'm like, and what does that matter nowadays? You don't even need to get married. Hook right. up, have a kid. Yeah. What like, the Fine. Heck? You want to live together and just, you know, live in you as a couple? To, no, you don't have to tell people you're first cousins. It, it's all The it's only all people about, that know is your family. But it's all about babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, my thing is, it's really all about babies. We just don't want to have babies that look they, like they, they have. We don't want genetic disordered babies. Right. Yeah. A hand coming out of the head. 
You know? Stop it. I'm like, come on. So, so they got married in Colorado. Um, but, of course, when they go back across the border to Utah, it's not legal. It's not recognized. Um, and now they've started a petition to try to change the law in Utah so you can marry your cousin. I don't know. What? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's just too close. I, I mean, I mean, because like I said, all it is is don't have kids. Yeah. But still, I just have bile. Like, I just, ugh. There's got to be some sort of scientific thing around attraction. Like, there's got to be something like, because in the animal world, right? Yeah. Animals just like mate with, do they They'll mate? mate with their brother Like a cat, sister. right? Yeah. A cat will mate with its But what do they say? Mate. Why don't they allow dogs to mate with the sister? Why do they always say, hey, separate them? I mean, because of genetic disorders. Because yeah. of genetic. But if they're not going to have kids, then what does it matter? And wh- and again, why do they need to actually have that marriage marriage certificate? Other than like say you know gays and lesbians are like well because if That's my true. partner yeah. ends up if in a coma H- yeah. I want to be the one deciding he, they the have rights to yeah you know or the other benefits that come with it. So I got a kick out of this. I'm I'm confused. I I'm mean, confused. Love is love, I guess. <laughs> right? I mean. I don't know, but they grew up in a time where it's, like, disgusting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, yeah, I just, you know, like you're challenging. I mean, they are trying to challenge norms, but I'm like, but what are the, there's nothing about the family. Like, what does the family say? No. I just said that, they just talked about early on how, you know, mom said, yeah. you can be friends, but you can't, you know, marry yeah. her. Like, well, now, we do have, a, I do have a cousin who married, but it was a second cousin. So... Oh, I have one of those too. Okay, so yeah. and they hooked up, and it was scandalous even then. Well, my supposedly the the family story of my yeah. cousins they didn't know they were cousins. They met and started dating, and then they found out they were cousins. Oh, really? Yeah. So I it was one of those things that. where you right. know you're dis your ter- second or third cousins, and you, then you start then you get together, and then it's like uh, oh, oh wait, wait, wait a minute, uh, 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 and they got married. They actually had kids too. Kids. Well, but that's but you I said think that's far enough removed. So yeah, like, but this was, is like literally your mom and your or say your mom and your mom right. are sisters. Yeah, and then there you have babies, and then your cousins with those they two get people. hooked yeah. up. Yeah, so you know, not only is your mom your auntie, your mom is also your mother in law. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Mama Antela. <laughs> Mama Not Antela. like, oh, yeah, she's my mom's cousin. Mama Tia. Yeah, she's my mom's cousin. You know, that. I, I, that's so confusing. So, um, I thought that was funny. What you got? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, n- not one like, I, you know, I come back to this, and I don't know why I even picked it, but this one is Mount Everest Base Camp Now Closed Tourists. And it's closed to tourists because people leaving their trash behind. Oh, God. You know? Humans are such assholes. And that's what I'm saying. Not only are you leaving your trash behind, but if you happen to be dead... You're leaving the body behind. Oh yeah, no, too. that's true. They they body. They just get ain't, left. there's no rescue. Yeah, you can't. You go up the dang mountain. There's there's dead. You there's skeletons. Freeze. On they're not even skeletons. Oh yeah, because it's frozen, it's so they frozen. stay. Yeah. So this an actual person that you are walking by. Do you think it's haunted up there? I don't know. I don't know. Do I want to find out? No. Well, absolutely. I'm not. sorry. I'm My just ass saying. ain't climbing. I. I'm Mount not... Tabor, let alone Mount Everest. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. No, I'm not doing that. So the ba- base camp where people would start to do the ascent has now been closed to tourists? To tourists. So, you can only be doing research or whatever. So you have to have a special permit to yes. be on the mountain yes. and ascend. Yes. And they're saying that um, so they no longer have access to the research base camp and that tourists can only reach as far as some monastery. Uh, it's Rang, Rangbuk Monastery mm. at the 16,400 feet above sea level. Um, and they have to have proper permits. Yeah. They so can't. basically, nobody can just, like before, it's like, you want to go, you just go and get a yeah. little Sherpa and up you go. Yeah. Now, like, you have to go through a permit yeah. process and, yeah. And then um, they're saying that, because you know, this Everest Reserve is, sent, quote, unquote, sensitive to ecological fragility. Sure. And I'm like, you're just barely discovering that now? Like how how many years and years we just figured that trash, out? right, yeah. has already been deposited there? Yeah. Um, and then they're going to be charging people, which I'm like, I'm surprised you haven't charged they them not? that. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be a good job for one of these little Tibetans there? Yeah. To say, hey, we need, you know, you guys to go pick up the trash and, and we're going to pay you because, yeah. these, you know, these tourists are coming Damn in like drones tourists. just to go yeah. climb up and die on a mountain, you know. <laughs> so they're going to charge them $1,500 per climber. As a rubbish collection fee. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. So are and they? Each are they gonna? Will be required to bring down seventeen point six pounds of garbage Good. back down Good. with them to hand over to authorities. Wow! So now they're using. That's good, though. Tourists. That's good. To haul down well, the trash. There's a what is that? Um, leave no trace when, uh, like a lot of wilderness people. That's their. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You go out and, you know, wilderness, leave no trace. Yeah. It means you don't, leave nobody's going to know that you're behind. there because yeah. you, you bring it in, you pack it out. Yeah. But clearly people haven't been doing that. No. And Mount Everest. I mean, so and now they, were they talking have about to. See, that's those... why we can have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about leaving those little oxygen tanks. Yeah. So when they're done, boop. Because you don't want to be carrying right. the you don't least want amount all of that. Yeah. to be Wait. going up. Yeah. You know, so it's like once we're done, we're done. It's, yeah. It drops here. Wow. How many tanks are How up there? How much pounds How much of trash? trash is on that mountain? Ugh. Can you believe Humans that? Humans are assholes. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, we're the, uh, we're the locus of the Ugh. We are the universe. parasites. We're the parasites on this Definite. planet. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway. Well. I, I had to bring that because I'm like, No, that's know, interesting. I, I think that's something I would never even have thought about. Yeah. Like. I actually thought more in the sense of because that was such a thing that they would have very strict rules. Like, I would think I would have thought know, that too. Like, like you said, like I thought they would charge. They would have very strict guidelines of you. You go up, yeah. you bring it back. Boop, yeah. boop, boop. This like, ain't like Disneyland. Yeah. Or, you know, but clearly just, it's been a free fall up to it's now. It's been a free fall. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Till probably all this trash is la- la- Can you imagine the other kind mm, of trash? Yep. You know, poo-poo. yeah, and that is not that's frozen poo poo. That's frozen, so it's doesn't degrade. No, it's <laughs> frozen like the body. Could you imagine taking a poo? I don't think I don't think I could. I th- I, adult diaper that shit. <laughs> it's and, and then what? And then you wrap the diaper up and toss it. On no, you keep it on until you get done. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I don't think I could be walking up with, with poop, poop, poop all. Day. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's pants. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I just stay this in my what, regular. Yeah. Stay down here. This is why we don't stay off climb out. No, first. I need my toilet. I need my toilet paper. Yep. I have to hear the water squish. You know, and it being disposed oh, of. I cannot. Wow. Yeah, no. Okay. Well. Sorry if you're planning on doing Mount Everest anytime soon. It's yeah. going to cost you. Bring your crap and back leave down. No tr- bring your leave crap no trace. back down, literally. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to bring it down a little bit. Just a little bit of a sad story. Oh, it is okay. a sad story. Um, California police want the public's help identifying the body of a young girl found dumped on a hiking trail. What? Oh, you didn't hear about this? I didn't hear about that. Oh, sh- Stay sexy, don't get murdered. Oh, that's Hashtag what I'm saying. my favorite murder. Hashtag great yeah. podcast um this was updated march 7th so it was this is this last week yeah um or within the last week california authorities were hoping to identify a young girl wearing a shirt that said future princess hero whose body was found partially inside a large duffel bag uh the girls be believe between 8 and 13 years of age was found on what? tuesday yeah a child. A child. A baby. Why do they say girl? How about you say a child was yeah, found? Yeah, right. Well, Let me guess. Because she was a... She's a wo- girl, girl of color. Girl of color. Yep. So now she's a she's girl, a girl a instead woman, of a child. An eight-year-old is a child. child. Yeah. A girl, 13-year-old 13 year old yeah. is still a child. Yeah. Um, she was found Tuesday near an equestrian trail in Hacienda Heights, or for the white people, Hacienda yeah. Heights, um, area with her head, upper body protruding from a partially zipped rollaway black duffel bag. Oh, uh, Hacienda Heights is about 30 minutes from downtown LA. Uh, the department released a sketch. Um, she of the was, girl? Yeah, she was uh, showing her in a pink long sleeve top adorned with the words Future Princess Hero and pants with panda print. Oh, this is like, okay, that's a, t- a child. She's a girl. She's a that's girl. not a. Yeah. That's not even a thirteen. Four year old. feet, five inches tall, fifty-five pounds. That's a child. That's a child. I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids, so that's a child. What is a fifty-five pound kid? What age usually? I would probably say maybe eight, nine. Like how much does your son weigh? Oh, Caden's probably now about a hundred and something. And how old is he? Almost 12. Yeah. So, 55-pound yeah. girl, she's got to be more 8 years old, yeah. right? I mean, the airbag turns off. Like, there's no... If she was sitting in the front seat of a vehicle... She couldn't, right? The yeah. airbag would be turned yeah. off. Like, she probably legally shouldn't because she's only 4 foot 5 inches. Yeah. Well, she could, yeah. but the airbag would be turned off. Yeah. It's an automatic by weight. Yeah. And they just say she's small in nature. And, um, oh, no, no. Get small in nature. Yeah. Get small. No. Um, although the death is suspicious... Um, there Hello? was no outward what? signs of obvious trauma. The death is suspicious. The girl is hanging out of a duffel bag. But dead. there was no signs of outside trauma. So was she poisoned? Was she choked out? Was she? They don't know. They're obviously they're doing an autopsy. Um, they have no leads. Uh, uh, the no interesting leads. thing is that nobody it, has is reported this child missing. That's. See, that's the fucked up thing. Is a school out there is saying, "Hey, we're not missing." Was she, you know, trafficked? Guadalupe? Uh, is she a for? Is she a child that has been abducted? Who knows when? And is fell off some the child track tra- trafficking ring? No, they don't know. Um, she was found at ten a.m. in the morning. Um, the interesting thing is that she wasn't far off the trail, and her body was sticking out of the bag. So my spidey senses said somebody wanted this girl found. No. Oh. 
like a either they the like some who who found um, her like what time they found her at see. ten something in the morning by a passerby. It was uh, she was left in light brush next to the trail late Sunday evening. So she was found on Tuesday. So she was left on a Sunday. So two days passed, and then that that's when she was found. But obviously in a manner that you could see her, right? So. So does that that means nobody was on that trail between Sunday and Tuesday? I don't know. So of course they're saying, you know, does anybody have any reports of any vehicles that had been pulled off to the side of the road? Like, you know, they're just trying to ask the public, did anybody see anything? Right? Uh, um, so my theory says that uh, whoever did this wanted her found. It was like one of those things where I'm going to dump this body so she gets found. Maybe they regretted. Maybe, who knows, right? Maybe they didn't mean to kill her. And I don't know. There's, there's, yeah. Um, so well, if, you know, obviously they're no asking for tips. parent is calling? That's, yeah. So this girl is missing from some family. And not one person is saying, my daughter's been missing. And we don't know. Like, maybe there's parents calling in saying, my daughter's been missing for a month. Right. And, you know, so they're doing all, because this is a fairly new story. So I'm sure that there'll hopefully Update be some it. updates about it. Um, but just terrible. Well, I'm... Uh, wah, wah, sorry oh to bring us my. down. Oh, my. <laughs> the trauma that that kid must have, you know? Yeah, like... what? Uh, because we don't know. We, we don't can't know. Sus- we don't we can't know, but but it's not normal for a child yeah. to you know just die like that exactly. and then be hidden in a. My theory is tra- trafficking, because she she you know girl color, yeah, like nobody's looking for her. Like, was she sold into child trafficking? There could be. I mean, there's multiple theories here, right? That could be possible, but. Yeah, I hope they find whoever did it. Uh, well, yeah. I'm hoping my story kind of may connect with this one. Mm. Who knows? I don't know. So keeping us down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> police are warning parents about a 48-hour challenge that encourages teens to go missing. What? <laughs> so yes. first, wait a minute. First you had Momo. Yes. Who was <laughs> telling kids, little kids, to kill themselves. <laughs> and now we got a challenge to make kids pretend like they're missing for 48 hours. It encourages teens to go missing for up to two days at a time and awards points for every social media mention while they're missing. No. No. Stop it right now. Yeah. No. Uh, Who knows? How many points does this girl get if she took the challenge? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I'm just saying. How how many is she racking up? You basically leave, you're going to have to leave your phone at home, right? Because you can track phones with GPS. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me see. While it's not clear where the 48-hour challenge originated, police say they are taking it seriously given the fact that other challenges, uh, like the little, you know, the Tide box. Oh, the fucking Tide the pods. The Tide pods. And what's this one? And the next, and the Netflix bird box? Is there a challenge for bird box? Oh, yeah. What's that challenge? You put blindfolders on and try to get around. You've seen the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know how, like, you couldn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and it's... so you try to get around? Yeah, you gotta try to get around with blindfolders on. Blindfold on. Isn't that, like, what... Um... Isn't that just stupid? No. But isn't that what blind people do all the time? <laughs> I mean... With a little bit more dexterity, I think. And with a cane, yeah. I mean, you know... Yeah. OMG. So, isn't there something better to do with your time as a teenager? As a grown-up. 
these are these grown ups doing it? I'm saying no. I'm saying these are grown ups. Like, I mean, who's who's thinking about all that? A well, grown up would have to be thinking, hey, let's. Oh just- no, this sounds like a teenage idea. I mean, mm. just like the Tide Pods. Is that? Did it start with? Of course, a kid. Yeah, a kid that probably didn't. Take the tide. Yeah, didn't eat no. Probably tide dared pots. his friend to do it, or her friend, yeah. or their Again, friend. It's that same. Yeah. Hey, you. Hey, you want to eat? Know, you should try to eat a tide pod. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody uh. always trying to get other people to do their. Hey, isn't that that? You know, the brain of a sociopath. That's yeah. Uh, do you want to take a break? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're back from our break. Back, back, back. Beep, beep, beep. Um, I'm gonna get hit you with this one. Uh, it wasn't originally planned, but I saw it uh, earlier today, and I'm like, uh, we gotta talk about this gotta mess. Bring it to the we table. gotta talk about this mess. Nielsen, that's um, the, the Homeland Security Secretary Kristen Nielsen. Yeah, I had no idea ripping kids from their parents would traumatize them. When did bitch. she say that? When was that? So, Homeland Security Secretary Kristen Nielsen, and first off, Kristen, you had a fucked up spelled name. Yeah. Um, shouldn't have needed a study to tell her that it's damaging to rip kids from their parents and throw them in cages. Um, how many studies have there been about trauma to children when they are separated mm-hmm. from their it's called adverse childhood experience. I mean, don't we have a lengthy history? Yeah. This little thing called historical trauma of when we ripped native children from their families and put or, them in Or homes slave children or from slaves. their families. Yes, we ripped slave children. Yeah. And um, she is the supposed educator. She needed a study to tell her that this causes trauma. Oh, and then not to mention, even when all this was happening, we had vocal, vocal doctors yeah, out there lot, saying, tons of people saying, you we are traumatizing yes. these children mm-hmm. and we're going to pay mm-hmm. for that as they continue to grow. Yes. This is something that is traumatizing. When you them. rip a child from their parents and they don't know where they are and they don't know what's happening, the psychological damage... Like, I'm wondering if this lady has children. I'm wondering that's what, what I'm wondering. that would, yeah. you know, whether she would think that would be not damaging to her right. children if they were snatched from her. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to s- scroll down. I don't think it mentions anything about whether she has children or not. And then what I've been reading it, which is, you know, you have these privatized um, companies that are providing, you know, the service that are, to that housing. Are putting them in, no, ha- they're, they're putting them in cages. Yeah, they're but housing. they're ha- supposedly housing <laughs> They're them, warehousing right? them. Yes. Who have no backgrounds, no psychological evaluations done on them. Right. There's nothing. They're not, it's they're like being... essentially hiring somebody just right off the yeah. street and saying, hey, we need for you. So you There's could be There's a uniform hiring... and a badge and you're going to work in this prison, yeah. this detention center. And you could be hiring that one social worker dude that was caught. Well, I mean, how many kids have been abused and sexually abused in custody already? Already. And, and then we ISB know that saying, happens in DHS custody. And ISB saying it's not our fault because they're in that private 
you know, it's their it's their responsibility. It's not our responsibility. Right. We're just saying that they we're violated me here, so we need you to house. We're paying you to house them or Isn't that warehouse part them. Part of a sex trade at, at that point. It feels like, like it. I'm. It feels I'm like I'm giving. Yeah. I'm giving you the product exactly. Do whatever you, you want with it. Yes, because it's out of our hands exactly. at that point. As long as how you yeah. use the product, we mm-hmm. encourage you to be thoughtful with the product. But there's no but, guidelines or no rules. And you I'm can using run. product because that's all these children. And are. then what happens is when when politicians that actually want to do something about this go to visit and say we need to see the conditions they they can deny them entry because it's exactly. a private property exactly isn't yeah. that a bitch yeah yeah Ooh, let me sorry i have yeah so a good old nielsen says the information that i was aware of at the time was that the trauma was part of the journey to come to the border illegally what? <laughs> what? What information? I don't know. She's sounding like Trump. You make something up yeah. just because you say the information I got. What information did you get? And when did you get it? I'd like to see that study. She claimed that she was unaware of the research. A number of lower level Trump administrators officially testified under oath before Congress that they were that they warned other Trump administrators of admission administration officials. Of the harm of family separation could cause children. And she didn't Their get that Their warnings info. fell on deaf ears. Yeah. She yeah. didn't get that info. She happened she to get She didn't the, care. Right. But I'm saying, but she <laughs> happened to get the other info that says, the hey, they're already traumatized. Yeah. So it don't matter. It don't I mean, matter. You, you know, know. What's another? They walked thousands of miles. Yeah. They were in the desert without food and water. Oh, uh, by the they're way, we took care of the problem with the ladies leaving wa- water. Right, yeah. We got know. we got rid of them. So that's even more traumatizing. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I... What can you say? She's white? She's white? She's, she's clueless? She's, she's a Trumper? Um, she's clearly zero empathy. Probably got some connection to the private prison industry in order to make money. She I'd like got to perhaps see that brain scan to see perhaps maybe are we dealing with a sociopath there? Well, I mean, I think that's highly possible. Yeah, you I know? think it's highly possible. Does she possible. have that brain? Because if you have no ability to empathize with the situation, you yeah. have something psychologically wrong. Oh, yeah sociopathic psychopathic behavior you lack empathy and remorse and, and so that's what we have she doesn't even show empathy like she doesn't even say right like yeah. oh my god what have we done right. like we i can't believe we've this. done this yeah like what do we do we need to close these detention centers now like yeah. we need to reunite these families she's not even saying that yeah. she's just saying well, i didn't know what i'm sorry what i'm just getting this info now oh nobody my told me right and i mean I, again, we don't know if she has children, but if you have and know people that have children, yeah. if you think about, okay, if you rip this three-year-old child from their family, they're going to have attachment issues, they're going to have reactive issues, they're going to have um, hypervigilance, they're going to have all these things that happen when people are traumatized. Mm-hmm. So you you have to know that from, unless you're completely have a sociopathic brain where you don't care. Yeah. Well, but I actually remember... The first time that they brought her about, and they had discussed this trauma, they were already telling her, hey, this is traumatizing. Well, and that's what the article said. Is and that, she's the one that said, well, they've already experienced the trauma because yeah. of the journey. And that they shouldn't be coming here. Yeah. Like, that they're, exactly. That, that it's the well, parents. then maybe you shouldn't bring your children right. to the, over the border illegal. Right. Because, so she yeah. had some inkling. So she blaming the parents first, yeah. saying, well, if you didn't bring your children they up here, they wouldn't be traumatized. Trauma. And now she's saying, "Well, oh, it's part of the it's part of the package, right, of immigrating into our country, right, illegally, under her opinion." 
Um, oh, these people. I'm telling you. She's on my last dang nerves. I, I, I can only I, hope that somewhere the universe pays it forward. <laughs> I mean, you know, karma, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I hope some, I mean, at this point in this tired administration, that's like, I'm just like, that's where I am in terms of like hope. Like at some point, please universe. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, yeah. I so, don't know. Fuck don't you, know. Kristen Nielsen. Yes. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> she ain't going to say it, me. but she's going to agree with it. Ditto. All right. What you got? <laughs> oh, wow. This one. I meant to bring this one last week, <laughs> but I couldn't find it because I had it on my phone and mm. I just couldn't find it. I was scrolling so fast. I you got to save these. Bye. You gotta got to hit that save. That's what I do. I just save them, save them, save them. So this one is, the title is Tennessee Man Accused of Dipping Testicles in Customer Service. I almost brought that one too. <laughs> I'm like... I'm glad we're talking about what? this after we had our meal instead of before our <laughs> yeah, delicious meal that we just had <laughs> that had so salsa on the table. Says, I hope nobody <laughs> stuck their testicles in our salsa. I hope not. Oh, dear God. But it was good salsa. It was good salsa. It was good salsa. It's good salsa. So, a Tennessee man is accused of dipping something other than chips <laughs> into a customer's salsa. Oh, my God. I almost spit. We might have had to cut right there because I almost spit. Howard Webb, 31 was with a driver for dinner delivered, a food delivery service on January 12th, when he allegedly put his testicles in an order of salsa that a customer had ordered from a Mexican restaurant. So it was like like, a Grubhub, a a DoorDash kind of thing. How do they know he put his balls in the salsa? Because the 31-year-old whose brain should be fully developed. Oh, shit. Okay? Should be fully developed... Oh, God. Decided, I'm going to take a video. No! Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in a video published by the news station, uh, Webb is seen seemingly putting his testicles in a cup of salsa. Someone else in the vehicle, identified as a delivery driver, is heard giggling and saying, this is what you get when you give an 89-cent tip for almost 30-minute drive. (laughs) So he took a video of him doing it. Somebody then, in the car took a video. And then posted it? And posted. So there was somebody with him. Yeah. Yeah. And he all, was like, watch because, this. I'm going to yeah. put my balls in this salsa because these <laughs> motherfuckers only gave me an 89, 89 cents, cents for a 30-minute drive. Not even worth the gas to deliver your food. Wow. Oh, I'm tipping <laughs> from now on. I'm making sure I tip. Make sure maybe the dude forgot to add a zero to that eighty nine cents. Was it how many? How many? It was. Did it say how much the bill was? Um, let me see. Uh, no. Oh, and the, no, it doesn't say. But how it much said the he bill. was a. The, it was just a thirty minute drive. Thirty minute drive. Yeah. Which I mean, that doesn't mean much because it can take thirty minutes to get across Portland nowadays. It could. So. But give somebody more than eighty nine cents. Come on. Yeah. You know? Oh. Come on, that's like asking but for But you it. shouldn't get balls in your salsa. No, no but give somebody <laughs> more than 80 Yes, cents. I actually you absolutely know? 100% support good tipping because there's a lot of states that people don't make minimum wage. It's right. like they get paid $2 an hour plus their plus tips. Plus their tips. And then, you know, that's yeah. supposed to equate to the minimum wage. And this is in Tennessee. 
So Which you know the salsa ain't what, very good. No, it's but probably maybe that's why the guy keeps ordering. <laughs> <laughs> hey, put in that salsa you I gave me the last time. I wonder if he said, this salsa's really salty. I'm not sure what's <laughs> well, no. going on here. But in the video, you can hear Webb saying, oh, it feels good on my testicles. Oh, come on. <laughs> can you the- believe it? I'm like, <laughs> you sick. You <laughs> sick. Is it? I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm at a loss. I'm so, a loss. was there any charges filed? It said, um, the dinner delivered addressed the video on Facebook, writing that the driver, Webb, was with a rogue independent contractor. Okay, now everybody shift and blame Yeah, now, okay? no, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't our testicles. <laughs> um, the unidentified food delivery driver engaged in criminal behavior that has resulted in indecent acts performed to customer orders as well as unverified claims of inserting poisonous substances inside customer drinks. Oh, so this guy has a has habit been doing of stuff. getting mad if he don't get a good enough tip. The delivery service wrote that it reported the driver to law enforcement authorities. Webb, according to WBIR, was arrested on Friday and charged with alteration of food, liquids, or pharmaceuticals. Why wasn't he charged with some sort of sex crime, though? I mean, that because seems he to didn't be some actually, sort of, you know, what I mean, do anything. Yeah, I guess like, you know, you, you can't even consider exposing yeah. yourself. He just said it just feels good. Probably, you know, it was probably hot in Tennessee and the salsa was cool. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. How do you even? I, I uh, don't know. And I, and I'm like the person you, that gave the 89 cents. What are they feeling right now? What right? if it was you? And you oh ate my that God. salsa. I, well, I, well number one, I'd be, I'd be getting tested because you don't know what kind of junk he's got on his and balls. And he don't look clean. Yeah. He don't look like he's getting like, a, a Brazilian wax. or He looks like his I, testicles I are fully like hairy. He, I feel like you, get, and you, you should be charged with assault. Something. Like, that's like... Um, and, of course, if the person tries to sue the delivery thing, they're, that's why they're saying, well, it was a rogue independent contractor. We're not really responsible now, for it. Now, here's the other thing. I was listening to another, it was a brain science podcast where they were talking about how society, like, what makes something wrong? Like, and they were mostly talking mm. about economics. Okay. Like, what is the difference between the testicle, which is a body part, compared to the finger? Well, that's true. And sometimes you know? a finger could be dirtier than a testicle. Like, if you think about it, right? Like, <laughs> your testicles are in your chonies all day long. And, like, let's say you shower in the morning, right? Yeah. You shower, you, you wash your junk, you're good, you're nice and clean. Yeah. You put your chonies on, you go about your day. Now, you can be a little sweaty, a little salty. Yeah, but the But finger? your fingers are way dirtier because you're touching everything. Yeah. So, what makes, I mean, I, and I, I think, think it's, it's that- our societal of private parts right? right like you better wash them parts yeah like They're we dirty. just assume because there's this taboo of sex and parts and all that stuff like those parts are dirty yeah like now your butthole yeah i mean that's that yeah. could have poo poo in it well it's got <laughs> you know all the yeah, terrible bacteria bacterias yeah. that, not terrible because we need those we do need those bacterias you know but we're not supposed to be you but know, yeah it is interesting how how someone doing that seems more egregious than like a finger being dunked in something. Yeah. Right? Which is yeah. kind of grosser because yeah. there's a lot of germs on somebody's fingers. But with, but the fingers are more acceptable. Yeah. Like, we're That's okay weird. with... We're weird. Very. 
Híjole, chingazo de santo. Um, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I feel like I have a theme going because I'm, I'm just like bring constantly on, bringing bring social worker um, stories to the table. That's good. That's but good. I mean, I'm a social worker, so yeah. they catch my eye. Uh, so, this is California story. Um, social workers push for better pay and working conditions. Um, Sacramento, California. Um, oh, by the way, March is a National Social Workers Month. Oh. Happy Social Workers Month. Happy Social Workers um, Month. It's also Women's Month. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of women are social workers. Yeah. So, uh, hug your social worker. Hug your social worker. Give her a thank That's you. That's right. Or um, him, her, him, him, she, him, her. Him, her, they. Bi- what? Non-binary. Non-binary, whoever, gender non-conforming, whatever you are. Yeah. Say thank you to a social worker this month. Yeah, uh, March is National Professional Social Work should Month. We, should we address? I mean, should we say our pronouns? Social oh, I guess change. We should. Yeah, look at Why us not? being progressive. <laughs> you know, um, she, her, she, her. Okay, well that was not easy. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, so National Social Work Month in California, they're they're starting a campaign calling Elevate Social Work. Um, social workers are often called to help people who suffer mental illness or drug addiction. In mm-hmm. fact, statistics show one third of social workers have been assaulted and 85% have been threatened or verbally abused. I can absolutely say that's true. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think human service workers too. Yeah. Like in your profession and yeah. the previous profession that I held in yeah. probation. Oh, my God. That oh, was yeah. called many things. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, I don't think I was ever assaulted. I've never been assaulted. The only thing that happened to me that was sort of an assault, I was taking a kid in a custody one day, and I was putting the cuffs on him, and he was one of those little wiry kids. Yeah. And he flung his arm, and the cuff came and hit me in the face. Oh, yeah. Um, so it wasn't, like, intentional. He was yeah. trying to get away from me. So yeah. I, I wouldn't call that an intentional assault. But, yeah. Um, and then this other girl one time, couldn't I couldn't get her into the car, and it was like a... She was, like, a, on meth, and just oh, wiry yeah and we were trying to put her in the back seat yeah. she did one of those like cats oh, going into yeah. a bathroom <laughs> <laughs> i mean this girl probably didn't weigh more than 85 pounds well, dripping wet. it took strong. me my partner and her dad to try to get her in the car oh yeah. wow so yeah absolutely um you know a lot i mean a lot there, happens. but i'm sure that you have stories de- for sure verbal oh for, for sure, sure for sure for sure like um, my, and, and not recent. to mention we go into places into homes that are not safe that are you know some people wouldn't want to go into that the police um, will tell you are you sure you're going in that area? right and are we go sure in without a bulletproof vest without a gun yeah without any kind of protection but a laminate bag right <laughs> and hoping um Hoping that people are going to accept it. People don't realize that social work is one of the 10 most dangerous professions. Yeah. Um, 98% of our clients have good relationship with us, and I would say that's true. Yes. Because we know how to engage them. Yes. We know how to do things like motivational interviewing. We know how to build rapport and relationship. So we do things to help meet them where they're at. Right. And understand their circumstances. Right. Versus police that aren't trained in that same manner. That's right. And so we, we were trained to listen. We were trained to empathize. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would say generally our relationships are good. Um, <clears throat> but given the right circ- set of circumstances, they become violent. You well, know? I, I mean, mean, because you're dealing with people who have mental are illness. They, yeah, they are yeah. unstable. And, they, you know, they, they're seeing stuff they exactly. don't quite understand. And they don't have the yeah. emotional regulation mm-hmm. that... You know, I I was trained by uh, a doctor that I will always remember. 
being able to live in your prefrontal cortex is a privilege. Yeah. It's hard. It's a privilege. It's hard even on a regular basis for some people. Right. That don't have severe mis- right. mental if illness. If you're in survival mode all the time, yeah. you are one flip. If your lid switch. is flipped all the time, yeah. you, you, you are have in no that executive function. You're constantly yep. just reactive, reactive, reactive. You're in survival right. mode all the time. And then what do we know? It's trauma. Exactly. Trauma. 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 These kids being snatched from their mm-hmm. parents. Trauma. Exactly. The trauma of actually taking the trip to cross yeah. the border yep that's a trauma exactly. and every single trauma is like a string on a pearl bead mm-hmm. you keep compounding more mm-hmm. and more till you have the actual ring and exactly. somebody then flips and you're you 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 reactive and it's not necessarily what you want to do right. but it's just what your brain is telling you to do yeah. and that reaction comes out in different ways right and on some people it comes out in anger it yes. comes out in aggression violence um yeah. to, towards others yeah. and some people they turn it inwards and right. so that's to what the self-harm and the suicidality yeah. etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera. yeah so <clears throat> um this group is fighting for higher salaries which i agree. absolutely need do you realize that and when this is california statistics I'm, I'm sure oregon's probably very similar um so a social worker, um, by at least in Oregon, to call yourself a social worker, you have to have a social worker degree. Yeah. Um, many social workers have a master's degree. Mm-hmm. A master's degree, people. Mm-hmm. Ranging in salary of forty-seven dollars to $49,000. For a master's level educated person who's been through extensive training on how to work and with people and help people. Um, that's about 12000 less than nurses or teachers. Okay, and who have get, similar levels of education, and to get to master's level student loans, you're oh, looking at a hundred and something, eighty thousand like, dollars minimum. I, I, what mine was depending on what university you go to. If you go to a private school, it's going to be more. I think altogether, mine was probably mm, almost a hundred. Yeah, and you're so you're drowning in student loan debt when you finish. Yes, you go into a job that you hope you can get loan forgiveness. Yeah, well that system's all that fucked up right now you, yeah. because people are making so that the concept is if you pay for ten years, then you get the rest forgiven. But and there are people that have reached that ten year mark, and that's a slim and that you have paperwork to have that. has been missing, or and the have, nonprofit closed, so there's no proof that you work there. But you have to have a specific loan for that to Abs- even yes, qualify. Yes, yes, you have to have so, a federally okay. loan, not a like Stafford loans. Yep, yeah. like, I mean, those weren't federal, but mm-hmm. they weren't the right exactly. federal. And that, and that you don't realize that. You're just like, yeah, I need to I'm go to I'm just submitting my paperwork because exactly. I worked here. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Sorry. Wrong yeah. loan. What? Um, so okay. California, um, they have thousands of social jo- work jobs that are unfilled. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I don't even know how much it costs to live in California. Expensive. I couldn't live there on $47,000 no. a year. No. And up here, it's getting close it's to that. It's getting close like, to that. Yeah. You know, I'm on online all the time looking at different social work jobs and yeah. options and you know for LCSW and this that and then I'm looking at places that are you know starting $45,000 a mm-hmm. year I'm that I'm that's like how do you live on that right how do you unless you have a partner that makes extensively more than you then it's like oh yeah I can take that yeah but a lot of people aren't in that situation no. you know so you have social workers that are working 40 hour weeks with very difficult clients and then are going and having to work a second job yeah to make ends meet yeah so Californians working to to uh, <clears throat> make a move to uh, getting pay raises and increased incomes. Um, they also are looking at having a law that in order to call yourself a social worker, you have to have a degree in that field. I didn't realize California wasn't like that. Um, Pretty sure Oregon is like that. Is you can't call yourself a social worker if you don't have a social worker. I want to say California is 
they only do family uh, like counselor family or therapy yeah. yeah marriage and family okay yeah. like it, there's you they have to be licensed as marriage and family yeah. so um, shout out to California and your social workers there I hope that you get whoop this whoop. I hope you get that money I hope you get that paper because this is this is hard yeah. work it is I very mean hard. even if you're not dealing with violent clients you're dealing with people's emotions mm-hmm. you're dealing with people's trauma well, let's put it this way and that is vicarious trauma it's toxic stress Mental health therapists are in the prisons. Mm-hmm. They're in your jails. Mm-hmm. They're in your schools. Mm-hmm. They're in your hospitals. Mm-hmm. So they're in areas that the most critical mm-hmm. entry points mm-hmm. for people that are in distress yep. and that are seeking services, that's where they're at. When I worked crisis work, mobile crisis, there were days I would go home and cry. Yeah. Because the toxic stress that I experienced during the day. Yeah. Um, there is a sound that lives in my memory of a man who was going through a psychotic break and the scream mm-hmm. he was making mm-hmm. was like primal. Yeah. Like where was that? I mean I was like even like where is that coming from in your yeah. brain? Yeah. And to this day it sticks with me. Like it just it hit the core of my being of like what is happening and then the, the yeah. pain, right? Yeah. To yeah. be in that much, much. psychological pain. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Terrible. So get that paper, California, Most and then, definitely. you know, Oregon, let's get on it, too. Yeah. Let's let's look at increasing salaries for Oregon social workers yeah. as well. Well, because then you see all these other people that, you know, in their entertainment. Oh, oh, you know, I brought up the Kardashians. Right. Just for having cameras in their home. That's yeah. it. They ain't helping nobody. Maybe they I should do a reality social worker. Oh, weren't you talking about that? <laughs> you know, doing the house? <laughs> oh. That was not social yeah. work. I'll have to bring that one yeah. the next time. Um, All yeah, right, what you crazy. got? So this one is, uh, and I'm going to have you just do some guessing. Okay. Mom says, teacher made her son urinate in trash can and then wear garbage bags all day. The mom? The mom is claiming. Said that the teacher made, made the kid pee in the garbage can and then wear trash bags all day. Yeah. What the fuck? This is in a school? <laughs> South, Where is this at? Is this South Florida? Los Angeles. Oh, shit. I would have thought it was Florida. Yeah. No offense, Florida, so, but some shit um, happens there. Sonia Mongol says her son was not allowed to go to the restroom at his South Los Angeles school. And now, as a mom, I'm like, seeing some stuff already in these schools and mm-hmm. having, you know, I'd be like, son, make sure you do all your business because I don't even want you going to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, just because of the danger. That's like, you know, you oh, yeah, like you might get shanked and, up in yeah, there. Yeah, you know, yeah. you never know. I don't yeah, know. Right, don't, right, right. Do yeah. your biz. Don't, you know, <laughs> stay out of the bathroom. <laughs> you in South L.A., all okay. right? Um, and instead, okay, so the school didn't allow him to go to the restroom and instead had to wear two plastic garbage bags and sit in his urine-soaked clothing. So that's why they gave him the garbage so bags. he peed his pants. He peed his pants. And so they said, put on the garbage bag so you don't... So that you don't get sit pee, my probably. Pee, pee and, pants. you know, and then, you know... I'm still sitting here yeah. in my dirty pee pants. Yeah. Um, so she says, Mongol talked about the alleged incident in November during a news conference at Manhattan Place Elementary School Thursday. Oh, she said her eight-year-old son, okay? Elementary? Oh. Eight-year-old son. Imagine the trauma of that. Oh, my God. Teachers are not 
trained in trauma. In, no. They are not trauma-informed They don't anything. understand Their it. Their job they think training that, has nothing no. to do with the brain development, nope. Nope. the... Mental you know, health, how that nothing. impacts the kids' engagement. They like, are strictly their training... One plus mm-hmm. one yeah. is two. They get a little bit, my understanding is they get a little bit of child development stuff, but not like extensive. It's like right. probably one class or, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like where perhaps. Um, like the different stages of development, like, you know. And, and why would you assume that somebody, a child of eight years old, doesn't need to go to the bathroom? Yeah, why would you deny anybody to go to the bathroom? I don't care what age. Why would Right. You, do you deny yourself your, you your bathroom right? Exactly. Breaks? Do you say, does your principal say and you're if, not allowed to go to the bathroom? And if the child you feel like is misusing the bathroom breaks, then the perhaps deal having that. a co- exactly. calling the parent and saying, maybe you need to take your daughter mm-hmm. to the doctor. Yeah. She's been going to the bathroom or too much. Or why does the child want to leave and go to the bathroom during the class? That, is something happening? Is something triggering them? Are they, are they having problems engaging in class because they don't understand it? Yeah. And so they're escaping to the bathroom every 15 minutes because yeah. they're just not feeling part of the class. Like, there's a lot of reasons why kids leave class other than just to be dicks and all in yeah. the class. Yeah. Okay. And so he's eight. Anyway, and he's eight. eight. And anyway, <laughs> this mother is like, apparently, she didn't get a lot of clarification. So she's saying, I, you all haven't talked to me about why this happened. So little Johnny got sent home with his dirty pee didn't pants. Get sent home. The, didn't get sent home. So did he just come it home just with pee pants? He just went home regular. Pants? Yes. And, and probably so said something. She, yeah. And so she's saying, hey, hey well, why well, tell me what happened pants? here. Yeah. And no clarification, nothing. So she has to have a press conference. So Los Angeles Unified takes all matters concerning the safety and well-being of our students very seriously. Standard pat answer. Yeah. Whatever. Upon learning about this allegation, law enforcement was notified immediately, and we are fully cooperating in the investigation. Los Angeles Unified is also conducting an administrative investigation. Due to confidentiality laws, we cannot offer further details at this. What confidentiality? The mama just went out right. on national yep. TV and but said, they can't say you all anything. did X, Y, and Probably due to union contract, the person's on admin leave, paid admin leave, pending further investigation, blah, blah, blah. So what she said happened, what the mom said happened was her son asked to go to the bathroom. The teacher told him that he could instead urinate in a trash can at the front of the classroom. An eight-year-old boy. In front of, like, the rest of the class? In front of the class. Exposing himself in front of all other students. He got urine on himself and was given trash bags to cover his wet clothes. Well, yeah, because who she wants also to... claims that she was not told that he would have to spend the rest of the day wearing them. Oh my god, that poor baby. Yeah. Oh, that poor baby. Yeah. And that fucking teacher. Yeah. Bye. Lose your job. You don't you you don't belong anywhere near a classroom. Yep. I don't give a shit what reason or what excuse or what fucking spin you want to put on this shit. You do not belong near children. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the classroom. That's right. Now she says, um, so Mongol said the teachers have denied her son permission to use the restroom since the incident. And that since the principal did not adequately respond to the claims, she will be taking the issue to the school board. I'd be taking my kid out of that school. Right. Mongol said that her son is now being bullied. Yes. I believe that 100%. Because of the incident. Why would you make a child expose himself in front of the classroom and then put garbage bags over him when he came to you for help? Why would you treat a child that way, she asked. He's a kid. 
Well, and so he's there at school. He has to stay the rest of the day. Not one teacher saw this little kid with a bag on and said, hey, what's going on here? So everyone's complicit in that. I don't don't imagine he stayed in the classroom the whole time. Like, they probably had recess or whatever. Like, someone, some other staff had to have seen that and Mm -hmm. they didn't say anything? Nobody's, I mean, we don't know the full story. Like, I don't know if their teacher came up and said, hey, what's going on? Um, But, again, to me, it's like, it's a child. Mm -hmm. It's just, he's just a kid. Traumatizing. And why wouldn't you allow him to go to the restroom? Because you're a power trip. Definite. I mean. Definite. I see it all the time. Can you imagine? People get in power struggles with yeah. kids because they want to be right. And, you know, and, and some people say, oh, teachers have to deal with so much. And, and they do. They, teachers do of have to deal with do. a lot. But but I'm like, this kid. human need. But I'm like, this kid, clearly, because these are the things, oh, well, he was probably bad. This kid clearly isn't as bad as you think because mm-hmm. he peed in his pants and actually mm-hmm. tried to pee. Yeah. If this was a, a really bad kid, he would have done left that classroom. Yeah, and he said, said "Screw you! Off, I'm going to the bathroom." I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. But this kid, so kid he was clearly trying to has, comply. Yes. Yeah. Clearly, still trying to follow and the rules. Scared, so scared that he, he would rather pee his pants and expose himself to the, and do yeah, yes, than get in trouble by, by the, leaving yeah. to go to the bathroom. Oh, that's disgusting. Did it say like who the teacher was? No, no, that's the confidentiality. Yeah, they just don't want the hate mail going to that yeah, person. Exactly. All yeah. right. Well, I'm gonna bring it, uh, bring mine to an end with something kind of funny. I mean, not funny, funny, but yeah, uh, it's funny. Um, Cat Williams is a no-show in Portland court warrant issued. Comedian accused of punching his driver on the way to the Mona Center. So good old Cat Williams, comedian, um, was issued a Fail, as in the business we say fail to appear warrant uh, yeah. <laughs> FT, an FTA warrant um, Monday morning after he didn't show to his trial on assault charges uh, Williams uh, Williams stood or his lawyer stood in the courtroom with the judge saying well he's not here looking and, around <laughs> yeah. Did the, you know and is what's usually asked by the judge is have you told your Maybe client? Have you talked to your client? Was he, is he on his way? What's going Where on? How come he's client? not here? Is he stuck in traffic? Because last time he had Corey, he got stuck in traffic. Yeah. So they went to inter- inter- issue the warrant, but then he showed up, so they revoked, They took back the warrant. Yeah. So they probably did that same thing. Like, I'm where is he at? Is he stuck in traffic? Go. Is he blah, blah, blah? Um, so the judge, Judge Walker, said... Um, we were scheduled to start trial at 9, so I'm going to issue a warrant, and if we have to try this case in custody, we will. Uh-oh. Um, so, What's he on? Is it a felony assault? Uh, no, it's assault in the fourth degrees, which yeah, is misdemeanor. misdemeanor. So harassment, assault for uh, back in, back in uh, October 2018, um, supposedly, allegedly, Cat um, assaulted uh, driver Wally Kanani, who was taking him to the, to, was taking Cat to a performance at the Motor Center, um, and so allegedly Cat punched him in the face after William's dog was not allowed to ride in the front seat. Um, the dog? Yeah, so he wanted to bring the dog in the front what seat. What kind of dog? Who knows? I don't know. Probably. A pit bull? I wouldn't want a big, huge dog sitting in my front seat. I mean. And why don't you get a driver? Like, why are you well, going Well, hey, that was Uber? his driver. That was his driver. Like, 
Well, I mean, it's Uber Elite. That's a thing. Like, they, they people just take Uber Elite now. And, uh, I don't know if this is Uber. It, it the... didn't say Uber. It didn't say Uber. Oh. So, um, so we punched the dude. The dude got a, looks like, it says the dude got a broken tooth, a laceration, swelling, and tinnitus in his ear. How is that little. So here's the deal. Is he is, um, the driver's also suing civilly for almost a million dollars. Well, Cat ain't got nothing, so. So my guess is they'll probably settle and the charges will end up getting dropped. The dude will get some money. He'll but not like, the criminal charges. Eh, they'll make a deal. You watch. Um, they'll make a it deal. It might be one of them, uh, you know, pay a fine. Yeah, maybe. But he'll yeah, still he have that have on to, his record. Yeah. Well, I don't think Cat Williams cares. I think he's been in custody. Yeah. Well, in fact, I well, think when he was in custody up here for this, yeah. he had a warrant in another state, so he had to go deal Same. with that, too. But he's like, he's like dropping <laughs> warrants all over, like dropping it's, kids. He's, he's dropping gonna, warrants. He's going to have to do another uh, comedy special. <laughs> Netflix? Something. You're going to have to get him another will, will special. Will anybody even give him a special? He will. never shows up they or will. he shows up, you know, crazy, twisted. Yeah, so it's set to be a six-person jury trial. Um, he's on $10,000 bail right now. Obviously, that bail is going to be revoked, but, um, yeah. Poor old cat. Wowzy. <clears throat> wow. Well, and then I actually read, just, I did actually read it. It was one of those, you know, Cat Williams skips town mm-hmm. owing... You know, I think it was like $1,300 of the video company that oh, really? you know was doing work with him that he just didn't pay. So he's dipping out a lot oh, of people. He's pulling Trumps. <laughs> like, he's pulling Trumps. Oh. All right. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Well, the cat got away. The cat got out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one. And this is one of those question ones. Like, would you, wouldn't you? Oh. Would you um, rather? Uh, yeah, <laughs> ex-wife of 273 million lottery winner. Okay, so it's the ex-wife okay. of this guy so who they're won divorced. 273 million dollars. Okay. She divorces him in October. Mm-hmm. He wins in February. Okay. <laughs> Says, uh, does it, does not want him back. I have morals. Yeah. So she... Probably divorced him then. She divorced him. Okay. So in she October. Left him. And February he wins. And the she's paying mega him. She's paying him spouse. Powerball. Or what did he? Oh, what, I think which he one? won Powerball or something. Okay. I mean, he. So Mega she Mil- was paying him spousal support? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So then he wins $273 million jackpot. But she doesn't want him back. She claiming. I mean, I I could forgive a lot. Two hundred seventy three. Yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, the dude is probably still pining for. Her. I mean, come or on. Or is he? You two hundred seventy three million dollars. He don't look. You don't have to look when you got that much money, well, honey. Yeah, because you know that. Of, I there's mean, lots of gold diggers. Come on. <laughs> yep. Lot, lots of massage spas, spas that you can go to. <laughs> yeah, and how much? Him and, how much were they dropping? Him and Robert Kraft could hang out the. They massage were dropping baller. twenty grand. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see him on that uh, bankrupt. Won the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. Broke. Yep. Yep. So yeah. So he wins his hefty uh, millions jack mega millions, um, and she says she has zero plans to return to her husband, to whom she was married to for fifteen years before the divorce last October. He's not appealing to me, all of a sudden because he has this money. She told the outlet. 
Murray told the Post that she was the one bringing home the bacon in the relationship, and she paid, and currently continues to pay spousal support. She served as a co as a cost analysis for utilities company while Worski remained unemployed. So he was he. So they were married the for 15 that, years, and this guy never worked, and she... Was bringing home the brought, bacon. And he wins the cash. I think he needs to give cash. her something. I think he needs to give her something. She's saying What do you she's think, not, 15 years of doing that? I don't think it, whether she wants it or not, like, out what, of out of good taste... Now, good, could she get something? You mean, did she, could she sue? You're divorced already. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I think so. the more the most she could do would be able to go back to the court and say, I shouldn't have to pay alimony anymore because this man's his a multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah, like, I think getting that vacated, possibly. Yeah. But even then, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know legally. Like, if it's an order, it's an order, right? Yeah. But I feel like he should give her something. She, 273 million, he should give her a cool meal. So he's going to collect 162.5 million after taxes. Mm-hmm. She won't be going after him for what she would argue she deserves. For what some would argue she deserves. Yeah, I think she, I think 15 years I'm of not going this after dude. anything. I have morals. I know what I've worked for, and that's everything that I have. She also doesn't suspect her husband will approach her to square up. But does hope he'll do the right thing. Dude, do the right thing. Give do this lady right some thing. money. Give this Either lady that some or money. Cut her, don't buy her a house. Do something. Go and and do something. Be a man. Be be a human Finally. being. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Like you be couldn't a do man. right by her in your marriage. She don't want you back. <sighs> Give her buy her a house. Do something. Like that's so, in a press conference, Worski said he heard from Murray on Thursday, but she claimed she never called him. She added that she doesn't plan to get in touch at least for a couple of months. He'll think I'm there with my hand out, and I have no intentions to do that. She still wishes her ex well. I want him to surround himself with good people. I don't think anybody should be taken advantage of. Ellen Murray did not immediately respond to Yahoo Lifestyle's request for comment. Well, she's a better person than I am because I'd be like, Would you go after your man? I don't know if I'd go after him, but I'd be like, hey, man, come on. Like, throw a sister First off, don't make me pay your alimony anymore. Yeah. Like, don't report me to the court if I don't make my money. Okay, so what if he says, I'll give you cash to sleep with me one more time? How much cash? I mean, you throw out the number. How much well, cash you were, was, about, If you were married to him, I mean, yeah. Do you it. don't know if the last, say, ten year, five years, whatever, you weren't, you know. Wrap it up. Put a condom boots. on. Put a condom on. You know. Give me a meal and all. Well, he looks nasty. too old to be worried. I mean, they, they're older. A bit older. Actually, the senior, elder, oh. there is a higher rate of STIs in that community. That is true. Because they'd be able to do the nasty because of Viagra, yeah. and they they didn't have the same as they didn't have the same education not, yeah. that we have had. Yeah. So that baby boomer generation, Is they're passing around STIs. It's because they're out there humping and a bumping on the Viagra, Dang. and not knowing that they could get little gonorrhea. Chlamydia is not a flower, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, would you? Yeah, I probably would sleep with him if he gave for, me some money. For the mill? For a million? It's a, it's a, it's, I, if I was married to the man for 15 years, I've already slept with him. After you divorced him? Yeah. You 
ain't got, you ain't got no more pearls. <laughs> Just remember What's the good morals? days. Morals ain't the flower. <laughs> I don't know if it's like uh, morals. Like, hey, well, you, sleep, you prostituted have a... yourself for a million. Okay, Let's just I did it that I'll way. Put it out for you a million. Prostituted yourself for a million. If I already slept with the dude, I mean, hey, that was for free. I was married to him. <laughs> they called. Was that, it though? That? Was it for free? She she supported she him for fifteen years. She did. She so. did. <laughs> so she was paying. She him. paid for it, but then we don't know if she was getting any. That's true. We don't you know. know. We don't know. Lazy, I imagine at least a, a couple lazy of times, right? Like that. Well, I imagine a couple of times. Maybe, perhaps. All right, let's take a break. So before... we just know that you would before we take the break. I probably would. Yeah, you I probably would. would. I'm just. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I say that now. I don't know. Yeah, but now yeah, remember, she dollars. said, "I'm not attracted to him. I'm not attracted. Mm, yeah. There is nothing about him that I find appealing." <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you got to warm yourself up. You can't just go in there cold. can't just lay there? Yeah. No. You got to do all the work? <laughs> yeah. No. He ain't saying that. He's saying you need to, you know. All right. We're going to take a break before rapid fire. Think about that question. Okay. We're back. We're ready for our rapid fire. Rapido fuego. Yeah. Uh... Let me, Let me um, get my search going. I'm going to start then because you're, you're searching your little details Twitter. there. Searching Twitter. All right, here we go. I got a HuffPost uh, article. Okay. Chilling study sums up link between religion and suicide for queer youth. A chilling study sums up the link between religion and suicide for queer youth. Yes. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. And if your religion doesn't let you love someone from another sexuality, non-binary, any of it, person, time to get rid of your religion. That's right. If your religion does not allow you to love a person, get it. One, you are not a Christian. Mm-hmm. You have zero beliefs about Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're not following Speak Jesus. Speak on it. Hey, girl. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. who you're following, but mm-hmm. it ain't Jesus. Yeah. Because Jesus calls for us to Because I'm love. far from religious. I'm not any, uh, I guess I would say agnostic. I would consider myself agnostic. Mm-hmm. Meaning I believe there's something, but I don't believe it's a bearded man in the sky. Yeah. So I'm 100% taking your expertise on that one. Yeah. So Jesus don't call us to hate. Period. Amen, sister. And I'm like, you Preach. know, here's the thing is that I, I get so, f- the more that somebody can feel love and acceptance mm-hmm. yeah. and like there's nothing wrong, mm-hmm. the better they are. When you're feeling heard mm-hmm. and seen and, and there's trust, loved, you're able to reach that top part Boom. of your brain yep. to where you can then be like, hmm, what do you think about this? Perhaps or, okay, let me, who knows? Well, I think it's something like, um... For transgender youth who are supported, like yeah. leave the religion out, right? If they yeah. have the support of their parents and family, their suicide rate drops to like four percent possibility and then able from to fifty make... some percent, right? Because they're like you said, they're seen, they're loved, they're accepted, and then they're able to move forward and figure out. They're you know, not taking how does this risky behaviors. Yeah. They're not trying to hide mm-hmm. stuff. They're not out there going, you know. They're to not living places. in anguish. Like, no, who am I? What am I? Becoming, I'm bad, you know. Yes. Yeah, they're themselves. Yeah, they are flourishing. They are. Yeah. All right, hit me with one. Uh, judge tosses Stormy Daniels hush money lawsuit against Trump. You mean she he threw it out? He threw it out. Fucking. Yeah. He must be a chumper. Uh, 
Trump appointed. I don't yeah. know. He, yeah, he got to yeah. be a Trumper. Yeah. Or he already had, he had some hush money or something. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. All right. Um, Trump, wa- Trump watched Super Bowl with founder of Spa, where Patriots owner allegedly prayed for sex. President posed for selfie with Cindy Yang, who founded the Spa. So we've talked about this article about the Patriot dude. Yeah. Yes. Robert Kraft yes. got busted misdemeanor. Yes. Paying for sex. We love you long time. We love you long yeah. time. Bye dollar, bye dollar. Uh, yeah. I don't think yep. you're supposed to do that. Is that appropriate? Why not? Hey. I feel like we're not hey, supposed to do that. Hey, you you cussing. <laughs> you you dropping ten bombs. <laughs> That's a quote from a movie. From the two. We love you long time. That right. is, yes. Yeah. Um so I think there's a connection. I mean, I didn't go into that article, yeah. but you're kicking it, watching the Super Bowl with the lady who owned the spa that got busted for sex trafficking. Mmm, fishy. Fishy, okay. Now, see, I have the next part oh. that comes with it about the same thing. All which right. Which is, you know, we're, great minds think alike. <laughs> the Florida massage parlor owner has been selling Chinese executives access to Trump. Whoa. So she's connecting Chinese pe- executives with money to have access to so to Trump. Well, I mean that's at at Mar-a-Lago. That, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean that, so, that that's something yeah. that's I mean unfortunately has happened in both parties. Now is, isn't this the same? You have access. a madam. Like There's a connection. An, There's a course. connection. There's got to be a connection. Our, our or your president not is prostitu- your president, is not, my president. Is not my president not my president not my president not my president he's a prostitute we got a madam whose money's exchanging oh yeah in order for these chinese execs to do whatever well, i by, mean i don't by know by that definition then pretty much every politician's a prostitute perhaps i'm just Damn thinking about GOP. you know this whole the way that that guy was talking about economics. Yeah. Like, what is the difference? How you get access. I mean, that's what lobbyists what, do, right? Whatever the exchange. Lobbyists. Like, we have thoughts on mm-hmm. whatever we're exchanging is based on morality. Mm-hmm. But when you really think about it, you, it's the same thing. Yeah, you pay for access to me. That's selling And what yourself. you do behind closed doors, I don't know. I don't know what these execs are doing with no. uh, uh, Donald. Well, you we, know? we know what the Russian prostitutes did. Well, we know what Pe- they... Peepee gate. <laughs> All right. Um, Oregon six-year-old spends nearly two months at OHSU for treatment of tetanus. What? Get your tetanus shot. Get your tetanus updates. Um, it's tetanus. It hurts. Two months, um, Why two, two months, months in the hospital because he didn't get updated tetanus shots and he got some sort of... Infection? Yeah. And so he spent two months and over $800,000 and... Hospital bills because his parents didn't get him immunized, immunized, no, Immun- vaccinated, vaccinated for tetanus. Really? That's I mean this this anti-vaxxer thing is going to, a little bit too far. Oh yeah. I mean te- it's a tetanus shot, people. Yeah. And with the multiple, it's a multiple, tetanus shot. Multiple, multiple studies showing there is no link Been between been debunked. Yes, vaccines and autism. And it's a tetanus shot, people. That's dumb. Yeah. They're dumb. All right. Give me something else. <sighs> Jesse Smollett update. Empire actor indicted on 16 felony counts by grand jury. 
this is a sheer example of for racial one, disparities in charging. For one, he did one thing false, and now they've made sixteen different false police yeah, reports. Sixteen different charges. Yeah, which means what do they call that when they do um, alternative theories? Is what they call it when they charge. So you commit one crime. Yeah. They can say alternative theories of how it happened. That's how they get That's so many how charges. Charging. So they overcharge. So then you have to go and be like, "Well, I'll plead to this." That's right. how they get. That's how they get people to plead. Is it's you basically throw everything and, in the sink exactly. and see what's and it. overcharging disproportionately happens to people of color. Yeah, so, sixteen. Prime I'm example. Like, sixteen. It should be at most misdemeanor, false police in report, right? Yeah. And maybe a disorderly conduct. And the fact that you all blew it out of proportion. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, he didn't go on the news and say I was beat, right. did he? No, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. He Before went, yeah. the police. Because he went to the police he went and was the it the, yeah. the And then he, no, then he did a little interview. Okay, but that's not against said, it all to do the no, interview. No, but he went on talking about it. And so they're all probably all hurt and bent out of shape because he was accusing the police department of X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody else. Mm-hmm. They're mad. And then now yeah. it's like, well, we're going to well, get we're you We're just going to throw everything we'll at you. We'll show you our power. Exactly. And Which, fe- from what should probably just be misdemeanor charges yeah. to now felony. Now they're felony. Felony. Yeah. 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 Give me a break. Jeez. Um, so this is actually a local story. Um, um uh, out of Corvallis, Samaritan cuts mental health beds. What? Samaritan. The hospital? So, yeah, cuts mental health beds. We know that Oregon is has one of the worst mental health outcomes in terms of treatment. Now, part of that is, look how shitty you pay mental health workers. Yeah. But you cutting beds? In a state where we need mental health services? Now, granted, I didn't read the whole article. I don't know if there's, like, you know, cutting beds to create this program, you know, so because... Inpatient obviously costs more than outpatient, so there may be a reason behind it, but what are you cutting beds for? Yeah. When we need as much mental health services as we can get, especially in that area in Corvallis. Like, there's not a lot of mental health services down there. So That's sad. That's sad. Sad. All right, what else you got? Oh, um, Russia... Oh, where is it? Here, I just scrolled past it. Uh, Russia passes law that bans online disrespect. How do you monitor that? What's considered the online disrespect? The same way that they meddled with our election. <laughs> so basically, if it doesn't go in the guidelines of what the government thinks. It's very so subjective. So like Russia is a very anti-gay, like they have laws around being gay. So can we package up? Donald Trump, send him down there because his ass would be in jail. Yeah, Putin, you can have him. Take him. Take Take him. him. Jail him. I don't care. Take him. All right, I'm going to end on this one for a rapid fire. You're going to like it. Giant boobs floating in Amsterdam canals to celebrate Women's Day. Giant boobs. Does that mean men are in the dam? Yeah, they were, oh, uh, the picture, uh, they were like inflated big boobs. Oh. Like of all different sizes, too, yeah. and colors. Oh. And so, what are they celebrating again? National Women's Day, International Women's Day, which was yesterday. So that's what they, so we're boobs. Well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, come on. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, yeah, like, if, that's if just, all that, and I thought about that, too, like, if 
having a boob makes you a woman. What about transgender women who don't have right. breasts, maybe, who don't right. augment? And or here we are with me, too. Why, right. why am I yeah, telling like, my why boobs am I just a boob? out there? Why, yeah. am, why am to honor me as a woman right. that's boobs? Right. I think it's kind of comical, too. Yes, so, comical. Um, but you know. we can't be, you know... Yeah, like, we're not just boobs. We're not just right. body parts. Right. We're, we're more we're than body people. parts. But I thought it was funny. You know. Very funny, very funny, but you know, next time choose your articles. Why <laughs> pro social justice? See why? I still don't think be coming back with boobs. Funny. Oh, that would have won that contest. What biggest contest? boobs? Big boobs. Yeah, big boobies. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right, the, the cheerleader the one. Cheerleader one. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, that oh, ends show. our episode number four. Is that um, four? Not yeah, five? this is fourth or oh. fourth episode. Wow. Um, and Thanks what you bring into the table, or what do you bring into the table? Yeah, if you want to be articulate. Um, and if we get any like comments, like I don't know, um, have we gotten any comments? I don't know. I have to check and see if uh, anybody. Maybe we'll address us. them. Like, if you you've know. been listening, please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Because yeah, and if we, you have some wanna, good comments or yeah. something, maybe, or even like you know ideas, yeah. like, or something that you want us to talk about, yeah, like say you run across an article, exactly, or, you, or like what we're not, we probably have to get something so they can send them to us. Because I think this is what out. this is how you test reality is what others what around other you people. think, yeah, not yeah. not your friends, no, like what know, other people like think, like other people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and let's check reality, like, do you think it's a crazy story, like, or do you think, what? This is normal. Yeah, <laughs> we'll tell you. Um, all right, well, that's it for now, and, uh, thanks for listening, and adios. adios.